This is Artist Stories, a podcast that centers experiences of artists whose lives have left a lasting impact on Southern Arizona. I'm Janae Sanchez, and today we welcome Alejandra Trujillo, artist, muralist, and teaching artist. Alejandra, thank you so much for joining us on Artist Stories today. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to, to be here. The honor is also ours, so we'd just love to jump in. If you can introduce yourself and if you could talk a little bit about what brings you inspiration in your art practice. Yeah, I, I love talking about this. It's, I think, my favorite question. Like you mentioned, my name is Alejandra Trujillo. I'm a Latina artist, muralist, I'm a wife and a mom of three kids, and I also homeschool. All of those things play a little bit of a part in my my process and my inspiration. I love drawing from my Hispanic heritage and my culture, the colors, the flowers, kind of how they use a lot of symbolism in in their artwork as well as my surroundings here in the Sonoran Desert I just I love nature and I will be outside as much as I possibly can even if it's a hundred degree weather outside everything from the Sonoran Desert I feel like it's it's so inspiring that it's so resilient so all of those things kind of take part in my inspiration for what I create I love that, like our surroundings, like for me as well as an artist, the desert has its way of just like enhancing an imagination, like whether it's to think about nature as symbolism and metaphor, but also just to replicate, right, what we see. I truly love your work. And I'm just so excited that you're participating in Open Studio Tours for the first time this year. Open Studio Tours invites Tucson and Southern Arizona artists to share their craft processes and works with visitors, both in person and online. And this year, Open Studio Tours is taking place April 22nd to the 28th. And we invite our listeners to check out our website to plan your tour and and meet the artists who will be sharing their their studios online, but also in person. So there's maps and there's event calendars. And Alejandra, you are participating. Uh, What could we expect from your open studio tour? Yeah, so I decided to participate this year and kind of show you know friends family anybody who's interested a little bit more of my process I do have a tiny little studio here at home that I kind of work out ideas but since I'm usually working outside and you know in walls or buildings uh, up in a lift (laughs) it's kind of hard to engage sometimes with you know with a public or you know be chatting with friends while I'm 10 feet up in the air so uh, it's really nice that um, Catalyst and Saka opened up their their doors in their really amazing space so that I can set up there uh, so people can come and see my process from sketch to, you know, inspiration to a small scale up to uh, I'm going to be doing kind of like a live mural so people can mm-hmm. see the big scale that I do and my process as to how I get it that big and proportionate. Okay. So yeah, I, I am kind of like opening my doors at Catalyst and hopefully, you know, people will be excited to come and maybe even be a part of a, a mural if they are willing to paint. Yeah. Awesome. Can you tell us the time and place of your open studio tours? 
Yes, so I will only be doing April 22nd and 23rd, which will be Saturday and Sunday. Catalyst is a makerspace with plenty of like studios for multiple uh, purposes. And it's at the Tucson Mall. It's Suite 110. Amazing. So when this airs, it will already have passed your studio tours. But one special thing about your listing this year is that you were the winner of a scholarship to produce a video by a professional film company, which is Commotion Studios. And I know they went into your creative spaces and murals and talked to you about your process. So that video will be on your Open Studio Tours listing. How was that experience for you? That was a really exciting experience. I honestly kind of didn't expect to get it because of the amount of artists that are participating this year. So I felt really fortunate, especially because I did have uh, quite a few projects going on. And one of them is Pico de Gallo. This mural is very sentimental and very special, both for me and the family, because it's recording and displaying the history of their family from the first generation who started the restaurant, which is now the great grandparents, where they met, where they're from, down to the grandkids who are working in this restaurant who's still thriving. And then they just actually had an accident where a car drove through, you know, the front of their restaurant. So they're trying to get back into, you know, normalcy within the community. So it was really amazing to get the opportunity to not only highlight and share my work, but also highlight this amazing business that has been a staple in our community for a really long time. Amazing. So is that mural ready for public view? It's not ready. It's still in the process. It's actually uh, 17 portraits. So it's it's a long process. I think it's the longest I've been working on a single mural, but I guess you could also look at it as 17 mini murals. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully I can be finished before, you know, the heat of the okay. summer, before June, July. Great. Well, we'll have to look out for that. Congratulations on that commission. Alejandra, I know you were born into an artist family. Can you talk about some of your early inspirations and how those early years really positioned you on a path? to become a public artist? Yeah, so I was born in Mexico to a family of artisans. So my grandparents had a curiosity shop in Oales, Sonora, Mexico, and they would make a lot of their plaster sculptures and piggy banks, and then they would also paint them. They would paint plates and other things that, you know, to hang on the wall, and I'd always be around, and I was able to kind of see their creative process and a lot of it was actually inspired by the Sonoran Desert mm-hmm. which I love that I I've carried it into my work now um, and then you know since my mom was always around art and she you know she really values it as you know something to be committed to or to nurture especially if somebody has the passion for it uh, so my parents always encouraged me. I was always in classes and extracurricular art activities. They still have <laughs> some bad paintings in their walls that they, you know, kind of refuse to paint <laughs> over because, you know, I've become a successful muralist now and they think it's very cute that, you know, I would get scolded back then, but they still wouldn't paint okay. over it. <laughs> 
Oh, that's so awesome. Were you ever involved in the process of making the piggy banks? Did you get to play with plaster and paint? And Yeah, I was always very involved. Like if you were there, you had to okay. be helping somehow. You know, there's no there's no extra hand sitting idly in, in my family. Yeah. There's it's a huge family. It's uh, my mom is one of 12. So there was always plenty of hands and plenty of work. So I was always, you know, allowed to play around with any of the scraps or even good stuff that, you know, they were willing to sit with me and be patient enough to let me basically mess up so I could learn to to create. But also I, you know, I got to learn some technique that not everybody gets in school or some techniques that are somewhat lost now that not a lot of people do. What a credible experience uh, as a child, you know, just learning about like work ethic and in connection to the arts. I think that's so invaluable. Yeah, it was definitely a really good lesson, I think, both in pursuing what you love and what you have a passion for, as well as having the work ethic to be able to make a living out of it. And I think it's also like an artist's dream, right? If you're in a family that values art you know, and creativity. We hear so many stories of challenges, sometimes creatives face when going into the field and choosing a path in the arts. And it's like you were born right into it. (laughs) So I think that's very special. Yeah, I definitely feel very fortunate to just have been born into this perfect circumstance where, you know, I was nurtured to be an artist or never lose it because I do feel like children are just natural artists. We are all creative in some way, but then, you know, responsibilities and work and priorities come along and we don't necessarily nurture or pursue those things that you know now we call hobbies as adults but hey if maybe we pursued them a little bit more we'd have a little bit more appreciation for art or be able to maybe have more artists out there living their dreams Mm. Alejandra can you talk a little bit about you know some more of those artistic roots that you come from I know that the Sonoran Desert and influences from your family but what other things really ground you as an artist and what are some of your goals as a as a visual artist? Some of my goals uh, are definitely to you know grow a little bit more as an artist. I'm really into sculpting, which I've kind of left behind a little bit. So I would like to incorporate some of my sculpting into maybe a mural or a three D mural, which I've kind of tried out but haven't worked out the kinks in order to make it something more permanent. Uh, But it is a really fun experiment that I did, and I'm looking forward to doing a little bit more of that. I also, since I teach my my children, and we're big, big readers, we love all the books. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have a few ideas for books that I really would like to bring to fruition and you know, may come true. I am currently working on some illustrations for a friend that we're creating a book. It's actually about the Sonoran Desert. So it's, it's right along my alley. I think that's why, you know, she chose me. But yeah, I, I'm also the last artist in my family remaining that's actually continuing the trait. Okay. Uh, so I really love promoting art for whoever wants it, whoever you know, needs the help or advice or would love to learn my doors as you know quote unquote (laughs) because I'm outside 
But every time I'm doing a mural, people are welcome to come and help or just come and watch and see my process, ask any questions. I just love promoting art. I feel like there's there's always walls and there's always, you know, opportunity. I love that. So it's it's really about your community of practice and collaboration. I love how those things root you as an artist here here in Southern Arizona. So you're working on quite a few projects simultaneously and there's a few in the works. Would you like to highlight a few that you're really excited about? I know they're all super exciting. I'm glad you asked that. I actually just finished two of those murals that I had been working on for a while this week. Wow. So it's been it's been a really amazing week. I finished uh, some Loteria cards that Wendy from Tumerico and I kind of collaborated and came up with Tucson Loteria instead of just, you know, the regular game that, you know, everybody's familiar with. So we did um, like the Sawaro, the Hummingbird. Uh, we love Anthony Bourdain, so that's one of them. And I'm really excited how they turned out. So that's one of the ones I finished. It's at the Merico. And then the next one I finished was at Mission Manor Elementary School. Uh, that one was a really fun project. I worked with a bunch of girls from the Girl Scouts. It was a whole troop that came over and helped out, as well as the Century 21st program that Mission Manor has. So the kids would come after school and work a little bit on, on the mural. And it was just such an amazing community involvement process to see the kids be just so proud of themselves mm -hmm. while you know rolling all like you know very excitedly and it was just wonderful seeing that they you know they had so much pride in the little bit that they afforded to the mural but it felt really great being able to teach them a little bit and you know see how excited they are for it and something that to beautify their own community mm -hmm. their school so that one was really fun and then I just have Pico de Gallo that I'm just kind of going to concentrate and dedicate myself until I finish that one exciting oh that's so incredible like as a public artist you know we can go to any given place in in several areas in Tucson I'm, I'm also looking at a the mural on the shipping container for the Tucson Roadrunners hockey team <laughs> like that's super cool <laughs> you know like there's it's there's a breath of of work that you've given to us that's a really good question uh I've had this conversation with my husband before of it feels a little bit of surreal combined with this imposter syndrome I think it's called uh, because I, I love what I do. It's, it's my passion. It's my hobby. I like, it's almost not work for me. I mean, unless you know, it's really hot mm -hmm. or I'm on a deadline, then it becomes a little bit more, you know, pressure, but I really love what I do. So I don't really absorb it all at the same time. I feel like I do it kind of like project by project and then I appreciate it. I absorb it and then it's on to the next, uh, I don't usually think of all of these, you know, murals that I've done at one point, but um, I do love how I'm received by my community. I feel so embraced mm -hmm. and um, I, I think so often of me as a little girl, like I would have never, never in my wildest dreams 
have seen myself doing this and it's amazing that I get to do it I get to homeschool my kids and have them with me they get to see Mm -hmm. the possibilities Mm -hmm. of you know investing yourself into a passion and make it real um so it's just it's so humbling Mm -hmm. as well to be given these opportunities to you know create these huge art pieces for my community that you know some people just like love and and they just came out of you know out of my mind for the world to enjoy yeah it's a so many pieces of visual culture that you're contributing to this moment. I think this really exciting moment in Tucson, I think Tucson has for many decades had an exciting arts community. You know, public art seems to be just the perfect way for a diversity of artists to contribute like their mark. And I'm just so glad you're one of those artists. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. So we, we like to talk about, you know, I know, some of our listeners are are artists and some are in different moments in their career, some emerging. I love to ask artists, you know, what advice would you give to yourself right at sort of the, the cusp of your career? What, what are some things you wish you would have known or consejos that you would have uh, wanted to hear? I know your family probably gave you lots of consejos coming from a creative family. Actually, I, I have a few advice tips that I have on my vision board that I created in January. So I'm actually looking at them right now. So this is great to just look at it Uh, because I have kind of hashed out all of these questions for myself before of like, what are we going to do better? You know, how am I going to grow or what's my goal or Um, So throughout the years, which is now close to 15 years that I've been doing this, I do have certain things that I like to kind of go back and, you know, think to myself, kind of give myself advice. Um, My first one is never stop creating. Like even if you're in a funk or you're not, you know, necessarily making the money you want to or the place you want, just, just keep creating, you know, like your style might change. You might feel differently about it. And it, I mean, life, life happens. Sometimes it's not the best time to create and you're not really feeling it, but as long as you're creating or making it, something always comes from it. And then you're still practicing your, your craft. Um, The second one would be ask all the questions, always keep, you know, if you don't ask them, you're not going to know. And you know, what do you got to lose? Like, hey, maybe somebody doesn't want to give you the information, but if you do ask it and if you get the information, you get the opportunities, you you gain so much from asking the questions and getting the knowledge that it just requires a question. Um, And my third one is your art is definitely much more worth than you think it is. I think (laughs) artists and creative... (laughs) We just love, you know, creating and we don't value it for our time or, you know, the investment that we did into it because because we love it. But it is worth it. We're, we we are worth it just like our art is and our craft, especially if you were you're working hard to it for it. Um, that's how that's how you grow. That's how you can make a life out of it by actually giving yourself and your the worth that it is. And then lastly, I would say, 
you know, be humble and share, share what you can just being grateful and, um, like helping somebody else that might not be where you're at or somebody who looks up to you. Um, I feel like that's so important to pass on the knowledge and to really just support and encourage other emerging artists and next generations, um, anyone, really anyone who would want it. Like, why wouldn't we just share the wealth, mm. you know, the knowledge, mm-hmm. if, especially if you don't have somebody like I had family, but if you don't, like, like I said, ask all the questions, share all the knowledge. There's, there's plenty to go around. I love that. Oh, that's great advice. All right. So this is a section of the podcast where we like to ask our guests some random questions. Are you down for that? Yeah. Sounds fun. So do you listen to music when you're painting? Yes. All right. So just the first song that comes to mind that you're going to put on as soon as you're, you start the mural? Probably Wham Bam Shangling. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Love that song. Okay. So when you're going to put on some final touches, those final details that only you can see, what song would you most likely listen to? I'm probably going to be listening to a podcast with very monotone <laughs> speech. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that's, that's cool. So you're like thinking ad- analytically about, you know, all the information from the podcast while you're uh, creating detailed imagery. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I find that I tend to overthink the last details because I've stared at this yeah. work for such a long time that if I can kind of mentally focus on the book, I can just kind of be on autopilot and finish the last little details that need to be done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so if you could have a superpower when you're painting murals like this power only comes to you when you're in front of a wall and all your supplies are there what would that superpower be super speed to paint like my reels <laughs> like on okay uh, on a time lapse <laughs> speed oh cool i love that okay last question if you could transport to any place in the world in this moment just be together in person having this conversation where would we be I would probably be in the heart center of Ciudad Mexico with like Mm. in the streets eating an elote on a stick and sitting Mm. on the sidewalk with a little sketch pad, just like watching all the people walk by and enjoying the beauty of all the city and culture. I love that. And then we can go hit up some museums afterwards. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm so down for that. Oh, Alejandra, it's been so great to connect with you and get to know you. Before we go, can you let our listeners know how to find you and just anything else you would like to add? Yeah. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored that people would want to hear me rant about how much I love what I do for, you know, Uh half an hour or so. But I also really want to thank my parents for always putting up with me writing and drawing everywhere, overusing my art supplies and always needing more (laughs) and spending all their money on all the art classes. But they're they're just so amazingly supportive and then of course my husband that if he wasn't 
the man behind the woman i don't know how many murals i'd be able to complete with these you know three beautiful children of mine but also to my community i feel so blessed and so grateful to to have you know been for some reason ended up in this amazing community that just supports me and you know loves what i do and i love my community i love everything about it and but other than that, you can find me on Instagram at art, or you can find my artwork and if you have any questions about my muraling or anything else, you can find me at atrujillo-art.com. Well, Alejandra, it's been a pleasure. I wish you nothing but the best for your open studio tours and everything else that you have going on. Thank you so much. It's been fun chatting. This has been Artist Stories, featuring the stories of artists and arts organizations in our region. To listen to more podcasts, visit kxci.org. Artist Stories is a project of the Arts Foundation for Tucson and Southern Arizona, which is partially funded by the City of Tucson and Pima County. Music for this podcast was created by Jonathan Rodriguez.